up with this list. Some of the whatever face podcast. Oh, but you at least got to get the name right. Is that not it? Whatever face is it? Is it that what it's called? No, that's what they said it was okay, called. Okay, whatever okay. face podcast. I thought you were just oh. missing it. I'm like. Anthony Mason face, long time. I don't want to call you a guest because you're not a guest. Uh, friends of the show, maybe because I don't even know if that does it justice. But the prodigal son has come home. The official Brian Johnson. Welcome back. We're good, man. How you been, man? Can't call it Mike Smaller. Got that from somebody I know. Well, first, first off, you know, I have the fan, I have the wife, the kids, everybody. You know, and I say this in the nicest way possible to you. My wife asks about you all the time. And to be honest with you, I was a little nervous when she invited you to the bowl now because I know how you are. <laughs> no, I'm not like that. I know how you are. So when she invited, when like I saw that. you at the bowl now, I was like, oh, what nigga's here? And then I said, oh, my nigga's <laughs> No, nah, we family, man. Never, nothing like that. And shout out to Tiff. If you listen to love and, you know, happiness your way. Love and light, man. She, she, yeah, uh, yeah. she asked about you, literally. She asked about you all the time. How's Brian doing? I'm like, I don't know. He, nigga good. He's straight. Well, I mean, when everybody feels safe coming outside, man, you know, let her know we go get some more of them chicken sandwiches, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, we, we outside. We might um have to have a little conversation about how quickly uh, it seemed like they just forgot that COVID was around. Like, I feel like the Ukraine joint happened. And then it was like, we ain't here. People are COVID. Yeah, niggas' pockets is getting light. That free money is gone. Niggas didn't spend it. You dig what I'm trying to say? You see the government trying to get back all them PPP loans. They want niggas to show paperwork and all of this shit, man. You know, niggas' pockets light. Yeah. Uh, if you had a PPP loan, would you would you disconnect all means? <laughs> I don't know, man. It depends on how much I got. I see some of these niggas got like millions. I saw somebody got locked up. He got like a three, four million dollar joint. Like, I don't know, man. I may have tried to leave the country and start over with that. Fuck it. <laughs> What's your ideal destination for uh, leaving the country? Not on some illegal stuff, but if you had to just pick up and leave. Uh, like just like to relocate and live there? Yeah, just pick up and leave. Like, you know what? I'm over. I don't know. It depends. It's, I guess there's two ways to look at it. One is the weather, right? You want to go somewhere with nice weather. And the second is the laws. I guess the way the laws and shit set up from what I know, or at least think I know, I think from that perspective, I say Switzerland. Um, but if I just want to go somewhere nice, uh, I don't know, man. I may go to the motherland. It's pretty beautiful out there. You know, I had a lot of people say uh, South Africa looks just like some of the cities that we're used to, like uh, New York, Chicago, yes. all that other stuff. It's and... not it's, it's not dirt roads like what they show you on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I keep saying I want to South Africa. But speaking of South Africa and the government and all that other stuff, how do you feel about your man, uh, Kyrie, being able to attend a game in Barclays? To watch his college team, but he can't go in a locker room for his own home game. All right, first of all, that nigga dropped 60. Let's get, just get to that real quick. Like, this nigga 
going back to Ivan Iverson, when he say practice, when you got it, you got it. That nigga can just turn it on when he want to. I got to give him his props. You know what I'm See, saying? That's, that's my beef with Kyrie Irving. And I've said that multiple times that I feel like the nigga is gifted beyond measure, but he only plays when he wants to play. And this is a prime example of, you know, Kyrie's talented. You know, he can do this nightly. He just doesn't. Like, yeah, it, he, to he, me, yeah. he plays. He plays very lazy, and then like the games that he wants to show out, he's like, "Hi, let, let, let me remind them that I, I, I can actually ball." And that's my—that's been my beef with him since he came into the league. Was that, son, your talented is all outdoors. Why do you pick and choose when you play? I don't know, man, but I, I ain't gonna front. He—he—he's the truth. But in terms of him not being able to play and and visit, and the visiting team could play. It's like. Man, they they need to just get on some kind of consistency. How come this nigga's gonna play? He ain't got to be vaccinated. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Now the fans, you got tens of thousands of fans in attendance that's not vaccinated, but these 13, 15 niggas that's playing the game got to be vaccinated. Like, I don't know, the shit don't make no sense. You seen they they got fined like 50 G's because they let the nigga in the locker room. You know my my issue is with this, and I'm trying to be and, and, and I don't understand that because he's not working. He off the clock. He not getting paid. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you go to your job on your, you know what I'm saying? And you off the clock and you you show up, you suspended, and now they finding you or docking your pay or some dumb shit. Like nigga, what you, I'm not working. Maybe the nigga went to get a pair of sneakers or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand how he's able to attend the game. I don't. I don't. What was it for New York State that set them off? Was it him going in the locker room? I was like, oh, oh no, no, God no. We can let you in a building, but God no, let you in a locker room. Now we have to find you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's still making no sense. That's what my joint, what I was saying was uh, not being. I don't want to be loose because I have a five of what I'm about to say, but it does seem very ironic that you can lift the mask mandate. You can lift the. Vax, vaccine, vaccine mandate for casual people. Like you said, the people in the stands don't got to be vaccinated anymore or have wear masks, but the people that's actually playing, they have to. Right. Make that make sense. And I'm really, what I'm really wondering about is how that works in terms of the CBA. You know what I'm trying to say? Because as far as fans having to get vaccinated to come to arenas, that's kind of a, a local government thing, or even to a degree, maybe a fed thing if they want to get involved, right? But as far as the players, that should be, I would like to think that's a CBA thing. Like they would be able to vote on that. You know what I'm trying to say? If it's not in the CBA, obviously they didn't anticipate COVID happening when they made it, but it seemed like for something like this, it should just be a clause to where they take votes and get to decide themselves rather than just being told. Braun said, um, and you know, they listen to anything, Braun. Uh, and that's how, he that's how saying, I feel about what with the with the whole with the whole Kyrie incident. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I don't like I don't know if Chris Paul was filming a state farm commercial or some shit, but ain't that nigga the president <laughs> of the player you? <laughs> ain't this his job? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Chris Paul worried about the playoffs. I don't care about no uh, Kyrie right now. Yeah, he don't want that nigga in the playoffs. 
But that's what that's what uh, Brown was saying that it doesn't make sense that he could attend a game the the previous night as a visitor, but he can't go watch his home team and go in the locker room. Like LeBron was like, "Yo, that, that don't make no sense." For, 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 first of all, LeBron don't need to worry about no other team but the Lakers. That's number one. He don't need to worry about what nobody doing that ain't wearing purple and gold. Because we got problems. We got struggles. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck about what Kyrie and nobody is doing. LeBron, you need to focus, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't want to hear that nigga talk about nobody that ain't in the Lake organization. Did, did you see uh, the idiots on uh, all of the sports talk talking about Will Anthony Davis's return help the Lakers for a playoff push? I'm like, when they get 12 games left, and the Lakers are bad. It's struggling. Just, it seems too struggling. Ain't the word, man. Brian got a Brian got a damn there put up 50 for them to have a chance to win. And my thing is, for, first of all, I don't like this playing shit. This is the stupidest shit ever. Like this shit is dumb. Like it made sense so you the last rather, two seasons. You, you, you no, listen, it, it made listen, it made it made it made sense the last the last two seasons, right? For the playing, because the bubble season was short. You know what I'm trying to say? Last season was ten games short. It was a seventy two game season, right? So a team can make the argument that ten games can decide whether you make the playoffs or where you seed it, sixth or seventh, seventh, eighth. I give you that. So uh, do a play in. But now that we're back to an 82-game season, nigga, either you make the playoffs or you don't. So as a Laker fan, a, a fan of a team who's in the ninth seed, you like, just let, let these niggas go home. If we, if, we finish, if, we, if we finish ninth seed, we should go home. I, I don't believe in this playing shit. First of all, you talking to a nigga who thinks it's just too many teams in the playoffs to begin with. Over 50% of the league is in the playoffs. So just because you exist in the league, you got over a 50-50 chance of making it. But it's about money, so they'll never shorten it. But it's just too many teams already. Now you want to expand it. All right, so boom. Imagine if the 10th seed, when they're playing, get in the playoffs, and by some some miracle, wins the fucking championship. It's like the like Cinderella what, story with March Madness. What, what, what kind of you, – you don't even have a winning record. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? You shouldn't even be in the playoffs. So, I but, but I guess – the playing devil advocate, I guess that's why it's done. You don't have a winning record, but you have your last ditch effort is hey, you got to win one, two games per se. You get into the playoffs, you get into the playoffs, and now you got new life. And if you just so happen to go on a streak, win your two games, and then ball out, we saw it with um in a bubble with the um Suns. The Suns were on the, they had to play to make it into the playoffs. Right. They went on. I mean, but they went on the street, made, though. I'm okay with the with the bubble in last season, but we back to an 82 game season. Let's get back to tradition. Either you make the playoffs, or you don't make the playoffs. Like that's how I feel about it. But like I say, I, I have a very different opinion. Like I think the what is it, 16 teams in the playoffs? I think the teams with the best record. It don't matter if you east or west. I don't give a fuck if it's 10 niggas from the west. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if you, I have a better record than you, I should be in the playoffs. I don't give a fuck if I play in the Western Conference, you play in the Eastern Conference. 
Like remember, yeah, think, you remember the year that Chicago made the playoffs and their record was forty-one and forty-one. You don't even have a winning record, and you in the playoffs. Well, in the, team, in the East, you know? in the in the East, it, it was always uh, post the MJ era. It was always more easier to make it in the playoffs in the East with a terrible record than it was in the West. You on the West the same record, you in a maybe you in the playing spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you in the playing, <laughs> no doubt. You know, but no, nah, but this playing shit is whack. They need to get rid of it. You know what I'm trying to, another thing that Chris Paul should be on. But once again, I, them State Farm commercials probably pay pretty decent. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, what do you man. think? Uh, who do you, who, who do you think is uh, going to, going to come out the, uh, out the East and West? Who do you think is going to be in the finals? Um... I have to go with my heart and the home team. I've been rooting for them since uh, day one as a comeback year. I think the Warriors can easily come out of the West now that Draymond's back. If Draymond stays healthy and they start clicking, because you saw how him, Clay, and Steph played the other night when all three of them were on the um, court together. And if Draymond can stay healthy, I don't think there's a team – in the West or the East, that can beat them. That can be fandom talking, but look at what it is. They beat the Nuggets. They beat um, who else? Did they? they beat the Nuggets. They beat the Bucks, and that was back-to-back games. And we talking about a week or two ago, they was on a losing streak, and the Nuggets blew these niggas out. But different team when Draymond's there. So if you ask me, I say the Warriors come out of the West. And I'm dying to see Brooklyn and Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals. It probably won't happen, but that's what I want to see. Because I have no idea who's going to come out of the East. But if the Nets can uh, win their playing game and go on a little streak, the teams in the East should be very nervous. I don't know, man. I think the Nets, um, I think losing James Harden was big. I think losing James Harden. I don't, I don't think Ben Simmons is an equivalent replacement for James Harden whenever he decides to play. So I, I think that's... I'm glad you mentioned With James Harden going, I don't see y'all winning the finals. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I agree with you about Golden State. I think it's going to either be Golden State or Phoenix that comes out of the West. In the East, um, it's easy to say Milwaukee. Or Philly, but you know what, man? I hate Milwaukee. I'm going to throw a wild card out there, and I'm going to say my arch rival and say Boston. If Boston comes out of you, that's going to be a serious uh, – that's a serious problem. If Boston ain't even – not that they're not that good, but there are other teams in the East that are better. Philly being one of them. I just want to see how that James Harden – and Embiid thing works out come playoff time. Because, you know, when playoffs come, James Harden don't care nothing, but, nothing except for the wings at the strip club. Yeah, I mean, it seemed to be working out pretty good now. And I think Embiid just really wants the chip. So I think he'll do whatever he can to, to make it work. You know, I, I could see him playing second fiddle to James Harden for right now with it being this close to the playoffs or whatnot now. Next season, it's going to be a different conversation. It's like, nigga, the ball go through me. But right now, we right here. It's like, all right, fuck it. You know what I mean? 
I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Ben Simmons because it's going to segue me into my, my next part of the conversation uh, after mm-hmm. that mental health. Um, ben Simmons hasn't played a game yet. And it's not because he hasn't he isn't physically fit to play. His mental health, still, that's what he's still going with. His mental health is keeping him off the court. And my group, one of my group chats, my friends is like, fam, you're 25 years old. There's no way you have to get in playing state at 25. What were you doing all this time that you all? Um, well, the thing about that is, I mean, nobody can prove that he isn't suffering from mental health, right? So he could take as much time as he wants and ride out the rest of his contract on the bench and still get paid. I mean, there's no way to prove that he's faking that, not saying he is, but I mean, ain't nothing you can do about that. But I mean, that's a big, that's a, that's a big thing in sports. Now look at the, uh, what's the girl name? The tennis girl. Oh, no, we don't talk about her too. Right. We don't talk about her too. That seems to be a, a, big, a big thing in sports right now. Even other NBA players um, expressing, uh, look at Russell Westbrook, right? He's saying he don't want his, his, um, his family, his wife and his kids coming to the game. You know, I've heard KD recently speak on it. Well, he's always spoken on fans, how some fans, you know, what do you say? They, they ain't got no life and they just come to the game just to try to shit on you. and You know what I mean? So you, you, you see a lot of players speaking up about it, athletes rather, but some handle it differently than others. All right. Well, since, since we... <clears throat> what do we do then? Do we just get rid of heckling altogether because athletes can't take somebody who's not making 40-something million dollars a year coming to the game, paying three grand for front row seats to tell you you're a bum? No, like, what, well, it, it depends on the heckling now. Like the fan who said, I'm not even going to repeat this shit, but the fan who said man. what they said about LeBron's son, they shouldn't be allowed at any NBA game ever again, in any professional sport. Like that's that's some crazy shit. Like you lucky you didn't so, get your ass right. beat. So here's my, my take on that, right? Remember the, remember LeBron, the ball LeBron James is six something, close to 300 pounds. If he heard that, all he had to do was go for a loose ball in that direction. <laughs> if, like, if that's – like, what are we talking about here? I, I get that that's – what they did – what they said was foul, and you probably should have punched him in the face. But it's like, come on. We're talking about – think about 80s Boston Garden with, like, uh, players that wasn't Celtic playing in Boston. What do you think they heard? But that, but that has nothing to do with basketball saying a comment like that. You know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with basketball calling somebody a nigga. And I heard basketball players say they, the fans call them niggas. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with that. Calling me a bum, saying they can't shoot. You know how they call um, Westbrook, Westbrook, giving me a nickname. That's all in, the, that's all in, 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 in war, you know, love and war or whatever. You know what I mean? Cool. But when you go beyond that, it's a yeah. personal insult. Talking about my family, you calling me some type of slur? Nah, ain't no place for that. Because you wouldn't do it on the street, right? You may see LeBron on the street. Granted, I'm not saying, but you ain't gonna say that that shit about his son to his face on the street. You know what I mean? I, I'm granted. I'm, I'm a. Don't call me a slur. 
that's where I feel like the line should be drawn. Racial slurs, yeah. But anything else, I feel like it's part of the game. You signed up to be in front of an arena. Not like you signed up to be called whatever name in a book, but you, you get paid billions of dollars to play a sport that you love. What Franklin say? I'm supposed to get mad at how another nigga talk. Yeah. No, I agree with you. But there are instances where fans, from what these players are saying, and I believe them, say some shit that's like, and then you talk about back in the days, I could only imagine in the 80s and the 70s and even, you know, what them players endured and heard. You know what I mean? But like I say, if, you, if you're talking about my game, cool. But anything other than my game, nah. I mean, my, my outfit I wore to the game or some shit like that. But I'm saying when it get personal, nah. Because just because I, I'm a celebrity, just because I'm a millionaire, doesn't mean I'm not a person. Doesn't mean I'm not a man. No, I agree with you 100%. That's, that's I, give integ- it, I agree with that's, you 100%. That's, integ- that's integrity. That's integrity. You're not going to disrespect me as a man. And like you say, I'm a celebrity. I like, you know, this This my house. And you think you're going to come in here and disrespect me? I'll get your ass kicked out. I'll show you who the fuck I really am, nigga. You can't come in here no more. <laughs> get a little $2,000 tickets, nigga. Nigga, I got, I got jackets in my closet that cost more than that. I'm going to fuck about that. You know what I mean? Like, what's that? My issue is not with... Hey, you're an athlete. I'm I'm not with the LeBron shut up and dribble approach. My thing is, why, not why, but where are we drawing a lot? Like we, we both said, racial slurs, yeah, that, that's a little over the top because that's nothing to do with my game. I don't see any problem with somebody calling him West Brick with how he's shooting. No, I don't see any either. problem with calling him a, 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 a bum or calling Ben Simmons a, a, a turkey-ass nigga or a crumb bum. Like, I don't... I, all that stuff is you you did this to yourself with how you play. We're not talking about nothing else but how you play. Not how you parent, not how you are as a, a socialite, as a, a, a human being. All we're talking about is how you produce on the, the, the court or the field. Now I agree. That's that's fair. Remember, I don't know if you remember, was it Stephen A. Smith or somebody had said something about Chris Boss. They changed his last name. I forget how they twisted it. And Chris Bosch went on this big old speech about his disrespectful and his last name, his, his grandfather. And I'm like, nigga, stop it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing too much now, my nigga. Like, <laughs> it was just too much. I'm like, come on, nigga, stop that. But no, I agree with you. Like, you got you to be prepared for people to heckle you, call you a bum, you ain't shit. You know what I'm trying to say? You got to be prepared for it. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's a part of the game. That's what fans do. My beef with the Naomi joint is I, I, I love Naomi and this is not anything towards her. I love her to death. And as a woman, she can't be in the mental health. I get all that. The, the, uh, the hot words and the key stickers. I get all that. But you, you're crying because somebody said you suck. And you're thinking about what they said to Venus and Serena. They didn't say that to you. Right. You're I mean, in the same. You're in the same. I get it. You're in the same arena. And you think you, you just watched it. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, you heard what this is. If you're in the arena, they just told you you suck. Like, what do we draw the line? I can't tell you you suck. Isn't that like, that's where I, I get kicked out? Because I, I said you suck. Yeah. And I, I've read some of that. She had went up to whatever they call the people that sit in the chair, the judge, or the empire, or whatever they call them people. 
and wanted to get on the microphone and say something to the fan. I'm like, what? What kind of shit is that? <laughs> this is fucking... <laughs> like, you want to stop the tennis match and get on a loudspeaker and talk back to the fan? Like, I could see if you... I'm going to walk over there to the nigga and say something to him, but you want to get on a loudspeaker, my nigga? Like... Yeah, you hear what know. the girl, the girl she was playing said though? What she said? And this is this was the most G thing ever. She said, "Oh, I didn't even know that somebody said anything because I was too I was too focused on my game." Hello. That's a fact, and that's why she whooped her ass. She ain't lose because she ain't lose because the fans said she sucks. She lost just because it just won't her day. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, why are we worried about? And maybe, maybe. In the interest of Ben Simmons, if Naomi wasn't ready, because she stepped away. She said she wasn't going to come back and tell herself was ready. If she knew she wasn't going to be ready to stand in front of a crowd to tell her that she sucked, maybe she should have took a little bit more time. But if the other lady's saying, my, my nigga, I'm focused on my game. I can care less who's in the stands, what they got to say. I'm here to win. It's me and you. Everybody else is – might as well be watching for a VR headset. Or something else. Well, there's a difference between her and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons can sit out as long as he wants, like I said, and still get paid. She don't have a contract with nobody. She don't get paid unless she goes to these tournaments and win. And yes, I know she has endorsements and other things she's doing and gets money from, but she only has that because she plays tennis. So she needs to play tennis to make money unless she want to figure something else out, which she might need to do. My 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 thing is um, <clears throat> if she doesn't get paid unless she plays tennis, but those the Wimbledon and the U.S. Open, they don't get the seats if they don't have money draws there. So if you don't have a Naomi there, you're not gonna have the people just come out to see third and fourth string people. So it kind of it kind of works. Like I I, I kind of yeah, disagree that you pay I, me. I kind of disagree with that because even though she is a big name and she's a big draw, we're talking about Wimbledon, the U.S. Open, Australia, people going to come to that shit. It's going to take like back-to-back years of like me playing you in that shit before people say, yo, I ain't coming to this shit no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're going to be okay, my nigga. But I understand your point. You know what I mean? I just think... Man... There was a time, but I don't know. Like, but, but but in in the case with her, like I don't, I I just think she just need to get some tougher skin. You know How saying? do you I get tougher skin with, with, with pacifying athletes nowadays to be like, oh well, yeah, we hurt their feelings. Let's kick this person out because they were chanting some inappropriate thing. Like, how do you get tougher yeah. skin if we're if we're babying you? I don't, I don't know. But but she she she's young, so she came up in the baby and era. I mean, she came up in that baby and era of uh fucking uh school uniforms and shit. Like you know, one of the purposes of school uniforms is for kids who can't afford this and that, so kids won't pick on them for their clothes or whatnot. And I get it, but kids picking on your clothes prepares you for life to be able to stand up for yourself and shit like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like so now. You didn't wear a school uniform your whole life. Now you grow up and you live next door to a nigga that's drippy. He got on Gucci and shit and you ain't. Now you feel bad. You know what I'm trying to say? So I think a lot of these, this new generation, man, 
most of these motherfuckers in their 30s, especially like 25 and under, man, they just, I don't know, man, they was raised different. I don't even know if I can't say they were truly raised. You know what I mean? That's just how I, I, I feel. I had a uniform. My son has a uniform, but my uniform was more heavily enforced, where I had to wear mine every day. My son's is loosely suggested, and when I saw that other kids in this school weren't wearing their uniform, guess what happened? My kid started dressing in his normal clothes because it's like, right. all right, so if it's saying an enforced thing, and I, I told my wife all the time, I'm not going to feel, because she was like, well, I don't want him to feel bad if he's dressed a certain way and other people are in uniforms. I get that. The kid's psyche is okay. Well, well I don't have it, and they do. My thing is, I'm not going to let you talk bad to my kids because that nigga show will fly and your kid don't. That ain't right. my problem. I feel that. And something else, like, people use teasing and bullying like it's interchangeable. They two different things. Like, teasing is like somebody saying, oh, your shoe's ugly. Oh, you ugly. Bullying is like, yo, nigga, give me your lunch money. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's bullying. Bullying is like physical. I'm taking something from you. Teasing is like, I, we could go back and forth and crack jokes. Like, you know, it was, it was a little teasing. That's what kids do. But that ain't necessarily bullying. You know? I think that the time in which we grew up and the time that's now, like, you have more widespread... You know, it blew my mind. Niggas saying they got bullied during online classes and during COVID. Nigga, how? Or in, internet bullying. You no, know? stop internet bullying. Nigga, all you got you have that you have the internet on your phone. Get off. Yeah. I'd be damned if I was a nigga from his house bully me from my house on my own device. Are you crazy? Listen. I don't want to sound insensitive. I really don't want to sound insensitive. Because it may come up to some people that I'm trying to be insensitive. I'm not. I just grew up in a different time. I grew up in a different time. Now I will say this about the internet versus when I grew up. Like if I did some embarrassing shit or something embarrassing happened to me and niggas in the neighborhood or, you know, at the school, you know, I, you know, I could punch a nigga in the face or, or do some shit or whatever. Right. But now I will say this though about the internet. If you become a meme or some shit, nigga, you could be on a trip to Mexico and Paris and you got people pointing, laughing at you, mimicking you what you did in the video. Like nigga, you can't go nowhere once that shit go viral. So I will say that's some crazy shit that, this new generation do have to deal with. Like, that shit, like. I get that. But if we're not, this train's about to be called uh, uh, Six Kids. Um, I, I get that. I, I, you, can, you can go anywhere in the world now and be known as the person from the meme and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Would you laugh along with the joke? It takes the statement. My bad, man. You went out. What happened? Yo, you still there? Yo. Yo, you know what I'm talking about? The, the little kid with no, the, the I, yellow I, I shirt? Can't hear, I can't hear you. I, I don't know if you... You may need to pull up the antenna on your Obama phone. I couldn't hear you. You went out. The, the, I was saying... I get the being overseas and people being able to point at you and be like, oh, well, you was in that and you did that. I was talking about the little kid from the, um, 
Let me see if I can send you this. Little kid with the yellow shirt, the black kid with the yellow shirt. No, and he got the cup in his hand. No, I ain't up on that. This nigga right here. Check, check your phone. I'm sending send it to you right now. Black no, I just kid got with it. Yellow shirt. Oh, this nigga. Okay. He grew, you know what? He grew up. He plays college football. And he actually took a picture recently doing the same thing as this meme. So it's you know almost what, like a. You know what's crazy, yeah. though? And this shit is going to sound real crazy. I've seen him and they, people put different captions with it. But I don't know how this going to come off. But I just. I don't know. I ain't really think he's a real person. I mean, I know he's a real person, but to me, he's just a meme. I ain't thinking, I, you know, I don't look at him as a real person. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, no, I, I hear you. But in that same age of, uh, and I, I love how this conversation is long, but in the same age of talking about thick skin and all that other stuff, that's it, like, brings us to, to Kanye and Pete Davidson, nigga. Like, Kanye, you grew up in the south side of Chicago, but you acting like the people on the internet today. Like you never been punched in your face before. I don't think he has. I don't. You can tell somebody. You could. You could. You could tell somebody who ain't never been punched in the face. I applaud Pete Davidson too. He fucking Kim Kardashian. Did you see the the little exchange they had recently? Where uh, uh, Pete Davidson basically was like, "Yo, fam, what are you doing?" Like. You 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 doing all this? And your kids look a, your kids are looking a type of way. Like so, Kanye was like, "Yo, where you at?" And he was like, "I'm in the bed with your wife." I respect Pete Davidson so much for that. Cause like, yo, hey. fam, you gonna you you're not gonna keep you're not gonna keep internet bullying me. Cause you Kanye West and you, you you got money and all that other stuff. You can't bully me and then play victim too. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you know what's crazy about it though, like. I don't know if this is what Kanye had to do to get that bag, but the more shit he do online, it's like he just keep getting signing the deal with this one, you know, the gap, the easy, just always something. So I don't know if this is his way of staying relevant, but it's got for me, I'm embarrassed for him. Damn. Because I look at Kanye as He's 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 a grown up. Like what? He's like forty years old, forty some years old. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I just look at where you are in life and the things you have accomplished and are capable of accomplishing. For something like your ex wife, who she fucking like, you should be beyond that. Like, you are here fucking too. Like, why do you care? Like, I can understand that you want her back, but why are you fucking with this nigga? Do you think you know that's the way to, to get her back though? I don't know, man. I think that nigga just do whatever the fuck he want. Because I just saw that him and um, D.L. Higley was going back and forth at each other. Yeah, he going at D.L. for no... D.L. basically said, um, y'all sitting here laughing at what Kanye's doing, but he's stalking his wife. He's stalking his ex-wife is what it's boiling down to. That's what D.L. basically said. No, right? I, I, no, that's, that's... See, and this is the thing. People take shit too far. Just like how we were, just were talking about bullying and the fans, people take shit too far. I don't, he, this nigga ain't stalking his wife. Kanye texts or tweet or do whatever the fuck he doing, but that ain't stalking her. Stalking her is showing up at the house. Stalking her would be, if he's calling her phone, this nigga's posting on his own social media. That's not stalking her. 
to a degree, you're using her as whatever, uh, whatever victim card you're playing, you're using her as a pawn. And, and if that's, oh, can somebody get so-and-so's number because I don't have it, I can't reach my kids and all this other stuff. Kaya brings up really great points about the black father being removed from houses, but then he puts himself in the middle of it and then he plays the victim. It's like, fam, you, you, you can't. We, we want to get behind you. We really do. But you keep doing this dumb shit. I, to be honest with you, I don't really believe a lot of that shit he be saying because you can say what you want to about Kim Kardashian, but ain't nobody ever said, like, she's a bad person. People say she privileged and she run around with this one and that one, but I don't think she like a bad mother or a bad baby moms and want to keep this nigga from her, his kids. And I don't even think it's like that. I think he's yeah, just throwing a tip of tantrum. No. That's what Pete Davidson and DL are basically saying. It's like, fam, you're doing all this like you don't have kids. But they need to shut up. To shut the fuck up. It ain't none of their business. DL Hughley, like, who are you, nigga? Why are you commenting on me and my family? We can comment on your family, DL, about how he that's cheated on his wife and had to stand outside the marriage did. that died. And he always making fun of his son that's handicapped and all of this crazy shit. Like, nigga, you worry about your family. And then as far as um, skeet, like, all right, nigga, just because you fucking this bitch don't mean that you could get in between our business. You know what I mean? Like, and I tell Kim, nah, like, man, check this nigga. But it's, it's not about, yo, check this nigga, because I, I haven't said anything. You're the one that's been harassing me for the past couple months. I ain't said nothing to you. I don't say nothing to you. I don't bring your name up and stuff. You've been acting me. You've been putting your, uh, my stuff on social like. I, I haven't done anything to you. You can't throw rocks and play a, oh, well, they, they did teach you, they did No, man, you can't throw rocks and hide your head. I'm sorry. I think, ultimately, I think Kanye's embarrassed. Because it's Pete Davidson. Like, I ain't in the men, but I don't think Pete Davidson look better than Kanye. I ain't saying I think Kanye look good, but I don't think Pete <laughs> Davidson look better than him. He ain't got more money than Kanye. You know what I mean? So I think Kanye a little embarrassed that you went from me to this. And you so still got to around on the ego. internet. That's what That's I think. That's fine. That's fine. If you got a bruised ego as a male, because everybody hopes that their ex levels down and doesn't level up. Every single person. You break up, you want your ex to stay on a certain level. You don't want them to level up. Especially if they level up better than you. Yeah, you feel the type of way. But yeah, I don't I, I think I think he's embarrassed. I think this is, it's, it's, it's embarrassing. It's like, what, you fucking with this after me? Like, that's what you I know think. What's, you know what's more embarrassing? Every girl you've had since Kim, you're trying to make look like Kim. If you keep, if you keep standing on this mountain of I'm Kanye West, I'm the richest black man in America, I did this, that, and the third, I, I interned in Milan with this people, I had dinner with Elon. Like, if you're that person, you can't get mad because Kim Kardashian, who got her fandom or fame from a sex tape with Ray J, you can't get mad that she running through niggas. Like, that ain't a, you ain't surprised by that. Hey, man. Hey, it's a thousand yous. It's only one of me. You know what I'm saying? You know, Kanye said it best. So, you know, but like, I, I can't call it. But ultimately, rich people problems. You know what I'm saying? They got money. They be all right. Last thing about this Kanye thing, we move on to something else. 
But if a nigga threatens you as a celebrity, I don't care how much power you get, nigga, that's jail time. Especially but in, you in say, that when you day, say threaten what? What's the threat though? Nigga told DL Hughley, I got enough money to um end your life. And he wasn't saying his, his career, he was saying his life. I got enough money to put on your head, basically. Yeah, he said some shit like that. I got enough money to hurt you, or some shit. And it's like, eh, hey, nigga, like, okay, like. But that's what I, I'm saying, I mean, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that as a threat for one, because of who it's coming from. So I'm like, you can't, you can't determine if you want to play those games. You can't determine now because we're talking about this new era. Because before it was. So what you think? Right, D- so you saying DL? You think DL should sue this nigga? I think if it was a real problem, yes, DL should see should see that nigga. But DL's playing the game of, all right, Kanye, you want to do that? Nigga, I'm a celebrity too. You ain't going to just push me around. Here's a, I don't know if he did, but here's a lawsuit. You, you want to play? Let's play. Charlotte says that all the time. I'll say this much. They both, they both have money. Kanye obviously has way more money than DL Hughley. Um, they both celebrities, so I'm pretty sure – if somebody wanted to do make something happen, I'm pretty sure they both could do it. But let's not forget, Kanye is from the south side of Chicago. But you if he really wanted to push that button. Both, we both said we don't even know if he's been in the fight. So being from the south side of Chicago is one thing. He don't need to be in the fight. He, he, he Kanye West. He's from the south side of Chicago. I'm pretty sure he know people. If he wanted to make that happen, I'm just saying that between the two of them, if it was to really go down like that, DL need to sit his old ass down. That's all I'm saying. He need to sit his old ass down. It's a whole lot of young niggas. You know how these niggas is on Instagram. They fans, they'll run up on DL while he on stage and snatch him off and beat the shit out of him just because they Kanye fans. So I'm just saying, if it really was going to go that way, with that's don't also, think it is, and I don't want to, but DL need to sit his old ass down and tend to his family and mind his business. He too old to act like that. But that's also the, that's the other thing. That's the other part, is that you got idiotic fans nowadays who would love nothing more than to make a name because they did it for Kanye West. That's it. running right. up on Kim, running up on Pete, running up on DL. You got fans that would love nothing more than to make a name because, oh, I want to prove that I'm Kanye's fan. I'm, I'm Kanye's biggest fan. Now we're talking about something completely different. It ain't no random nigga that pull you off the stage. Now we're talking about you putting my wife's address, well, my kids' address out on, on, on the internet. You're doing this, that, and the third, my number. Like, yeah, it's, hey, it's deeper than. Well, I don't, I, 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 don't, I, don't see, I don't see nobody getting to Kim. After that shit went down when she got robbed, I, I, I bet every penny I got that getting to that bitch is almost like getting to the president at this point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that bitch moved different. So you ain't getting to her. I mean, that's probably why Skeet's staying beside the bitch because he know if he dolo, he get caught out there. <laughs> he ain't got money for that security. Shit. <laughs> and I personally oh, think, my personal, and then we're going to end the Kanye shit, my personal feelings is that's when it started in her mind to not want to be with this nigga. When some shit like that happened to a woman, and she feel like you didn't protect her. 
And that was some real serious shit. And then she started to look at your character like, and even if this nigga was here, what the fuck was he going to do? So I feel that was the beginning of her mind of thinking about, do she want to be with this nigga? That's my personal opinion. I mean, well, the nigga did in his, uh, his, his show to go be with his wife. So, I mean, you don't, you don't anticipate that happening. I leave my house every day. I make sure my door's locked. I make sure... And, and, like, and, guess, and, guess, and guess what? He did stop the concert right on stage, and that was real sweet. But at times like this, the bitch don't need sweet. You know what I'm saying? And Kanye ain't built like that. All the power to him. Best of luck. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Everybody involved. I mean, look, man, we can make a whole podcast about that nigga. Oh, no, we definitely can. We definitely can. I I, I ain't got the, the, the brain energy to spend on Kanye yeah. for a whole pod. But I did want to ask you, did you watch that Inventing Anna joint? The who? The Inventing Anna joint on Netflix. Yes, I watched it. I watched I've been it. asking, um, I've been... I've been watching everybody that I've been asking everybody that watched this uh, docu series. Um, if I con you, and you're no. a willing participant no. in the con, the answer is what? no. You, no you just a dumb motherfucker who gave up some money. No, the motherfucker shouldn't go to jail. They okay. did nothing wrong. They just conned you. That's okay. it. Nothing. No harm. No foul. Your dumbass gave gave a motherfucker fifty thousand dollars for what? No. Just like the Tinder no. swindle, did nothing wrong. I don't think, at least not from a legal perspective. I don't think it should be. You want to talk moral rules and all that shit, but no, if your dumbass want to give somebody all this fucking money, then that's on you. Yo, Brian, I can tell you right now, you my man, fifty grand. Like I, I honestly mean that. If you call me tomorrow and say, yo. My enemies is after me, and I need uh, ninety grand. I but yo, my nigga, can we negotiate? Can we can we do something? Like, <laughs> what what I'm 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 gonna say with these niggas that I'm gonna call my peoples. You call your peoples. We going. You know what I'm saying? But no, the tw- the tender swindler nigga was good. Sent the video. Then the nigga said they my enemies tracking me through my credit card. You mind if I use yours? That nigga was good though. He had some good game. I ain't gonna front. And he had a, and he had employees working for him, like the the bodyguard nigga that supposedly got beat up. Like who was the dude, the chick with the baby that was supposed to be his baby's mom's. Like he got employees. Like this nigga running a scam company for real. You know what I mean? Like I took my hat off to that nigga. Like that nigga had this shit down pat. Like, Word, that nigga got employees. <laughs> this nigga Yo. writing scripts and shit. He got the the, the bodyguard bleeding with the video. Like, yo, that nigga, he, I take my hat off to that nigga. You know what I love, appreciate about the Tim the Swindler and this Anna chick is that it goes to show you with the right conversation, if you're not careful, you can be on a receiving end of a crazy, crazy scheme. The Anna, the Anna chick, I feel like she really wanted the business to go. And the black girl was really the brains behind the operation, putting her in front of other people. Nah, treat her like VIP. Ain't, 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 ain't we always the brains behind white folks' success? A hundred. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. And just like the black girls stick through them after they fuck us over and throw us to the side. 
we still standing by our champion ass, just like she was doing. Yeah, she 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 was a little uh, she was a little caught up too much for me. Uh, but if you look at both of those, the tender nigga and the Anna bitch, like you notice the people they sought out were kind of like lonely in a sense, like they wanted a, a friend, they wanted to belong, they, they wanted some money. You know, you know the type of people they sought out, like. That shit ain't gonna fly with me and you. Even if if we had that type of money, people like what nigga? Nah, I ain't. what you mean? Your car got declined? Can I pay you? Give you the money? Too? Nah, nigga, you figure it out. Fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> you gonna bring me halfway across the world? Talk about your car don't work. Get the fuck out of here. The shit in your name, right? The, the room in your name. Nah, fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna send you the wire in two days. Nah, nigga, send the hotel the wire in two days. I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> Word, I done got the fuck up and walked out, nigga. Like I'm leaving. Fuck y'all, nigga. Like, word. Trev, when they when uh when they got up and dipped, and old girl was like, "Oh no, you, you promise gonna pay me back, right?" And she was like, "Oh yeah." I'm like, I would have been like, "Ma'am, the money ain't clear yet. So where'd you get the money from?" That'd have been my first question. Man, no, you, I don't. Both of them, my favorite person, the tender swindler. The bitch who was selling his clothes. I was like, that's my bitch right there. I was like, that's what's yeah. up. That bitch I, I'm was like, that nigga. I was like, hell yeah. Or she kept dodging the nigga. Yo, did you sell the clothes yet? I'm like, nigga, how you don't know you getting scammed? You a scammer. You getting spotted. <laughs> bitch ain't giving you no money, nigga. <laughs> Word. I was watching like finally somebody with half a brain. Yeah, that just killed me when she said, which you, she was, I just have no patience with that. Just went to say now. I'm like, see, you smart. You ain't saying crying on. Well, he he took X amount of money from me and blah 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 blah. Like you had a plan to get your money back or recoup something. Yeah, she at least she recouped something. I give her that. But like, the tender swimming nigga was good. I ain't gonna front. He had a, he had a good he had a good game plan. I ain't gonna front. He you know he 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 had a. Like I said, this nigga had a team of people working with him. So he's good. I'll take my hat off to that nigga. The Anna bitch was just like, I don't know. I can't call that. Like I said, you ain't gonna invite me nowhere and then ask me to pay. But that the the the, the lawyer nigga, he, he ate when he was like, yo, how many trips did you pay for? How many dinners did you pay for? How many spas and all this other stuff did you pay for when Anna was treated? Like it wasn't a big deal then, like. What are we talking about? You sold the rights and got six hundred thousand, and Amex wrote you, um, wrote you that off. So what are we even talking about? Yeah, I don't, I don't, and I, I don't forget what she went to jail for. Could attend the swindle nigga? I think he went, wasn't it like wire fraud? I don't think it was for like scamming people or some shit. I can't remember what he actually got locked up for. They they caught him on fraud, but he was overseas, so that's why he didn't really do much time. She was here, and they extradited her uh, back to Germany, and when. After her joint, she was detained because her um her visa expired. Right, right, right. I remember, I remember that. I remember that because she was trying to stay, but like you said, I think they deported her or whatever. Because I do, I she and she was just kind of in the news recently because of that movie, a documentary or whatever you want to call it. And she was trying to do something. Oh, the nigga that she was fucking with in the beginning. She was like, if niggas want to know who it is, she was trying to sell it to like newspapers or something for like 
60 G's or some crazy shit like that. Because everybody was wondering, the original dude that she was fucking with in the beginning, they was like, who is that? But he's a real life person, and I forget who he is, but it came out that who the fuck the nigga is. Yeah, man. Uh, stuff like that makes me appreciate American Greed, my nigga Bernie Madoff, and the legend that he is. Did you see, speaking of, did you see the uh, the shit on HBO about Bernie Madoff that came out a couple of years back with Robert De Niro? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that shit was like, that nigga was a G. That nigga took care of everybody. He knew the feds was coming. This nigga say, pay their Christmas bonus early. Like, I respected it. Yo, you know how much my, my I say Bernie's a a, a legend. Uh, Andy from Andy from Farrakhan, Farrakhan in the building. <laughs> Bernie's a legend because in order for the scheme to work, you have to pay people like when they want their money. He was paying people. I can't help it if you keep giving me money. I tell you, like same thing applies. If somebody tells me, yo. I can get you 11% back, whatever have you. My antenna's automatically going up. I'm going to be like, damn, how? See, now, what he did was different than what these other motherfuckers we was talking about. What he was doing, yeah, nigga, like, that's on some... I feel like, okay, now, that's illegal. That's that's different than me just swindling you out of a dinner and asking you to pay for this or something. Like, that nigga was, like, taking hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, lying to people about investments and shit he had. That's, that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, that's a whole different ballgame. What was he lying to people? Is it the same thing? If I con you and you give me your money, am I still the person? Like, you can't, this victim thing, you can't do something and then when it negatively affects you, act like the victim. I'm no, see, what Bernie Madoff was doing was different because I like, boom. So, when, anytime you invest money, right, it's always a risk that it's not going to happen. Right. But all Bernie Madoff was doing was he would get you to invest some money, right? In something that doesn't even fucking exist, right? So then he'd take your money and then he'd get me to invest in some bullshit that don't exist, use my money to pay you and so forth and so forth. I mean that's like like that's different than what them niggas on Netflix was doing. Maybe maybe they call it victim shaming. But I'm I'm sorry. I, I can't feel bad for you. That's like if you tell me tomorrow, you'll read somebody just made me clear up my account because they told me they they, they was going um uh they had this, this this business that was about to take off. I'd be like, fam. See now that's look so boom. Let's so boom. So let's say you got your life savings and you go to Chase Bank and Chase say, Yeah, we can open up account, you know, interest is whatever, whatever, yeah, boom, boom, boom. And then you come to find out that Chase Bank is a big ass scam. Like them niggas just take your money and they go into the Bahamas. Nigga, like, I ain't gonna call you a sucker. Like they scam. I mean, they scammed you, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's different than what them Netflix niggas was doing. Like that's a complicated scheme. You know what I'm trying to say? Like this nigga made promises and, 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 and showed he showed falsified paperwork to people about their investments and what they was investing to and shit like that. Like that's you know that's a little bit different. A whole lot different. Bernie's thing is different. Yes, because you fall for documents. Yeah, like I say, Bernie thing is different. Yeah, you really going in on it. 
or anything. Just, but what they was doing was just like if me and you right now we go out for drinks and we eat in and shit. I'm like, oh damn, man, I left my wallet at home. You take care of it, man. When I see you, I'm gonna pay you back. And I keep doing that. Like now it's on you. Yeah, you you a fucker. You just stupid at this point. No doubt. And you got you got one. You got one. Yo, I left my wallet at home. You got one. Because the second time, I'm just gonna stop uh, answering your phone call. With me, it with me, it depends on who it is. Like somebody like you, I wouldn't even care. I pay every time. It ain't no big deal. You my man, and I know you do that. Like how we go out. I pay, you pay, it ain't really no big deal. You know what I'm trying to say? But to some like random, you know how you may randomly go out with some coworkers, you don't really fuck with them like that. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Well, I don't know, nigga, you must go wash some dishes tonight. I don't know what you're going to do. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to throw my $20 on the table. That's my portion of the bill. I'm about to go home. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, so my thing with Anna, what Anna was doing, where she was inviting people to like uh, Morocco and these like uh, five five star hotels and these big name restaurants. In that case, if you invite me out and then you play the oh my car's not working, we gonna have another conversation because you invited me out. Um. Nah, I'm gonna keep it, and I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. Things happen, but typically your card only doesn't work if you've gone out of the country and didn't let your, your bank know, or if you just ain't got no fucking money on the card. It's typically the only reason your card don't work. You know what I mean? I, I, you see the shit in movies and TV shows all the time, but how many times have any of your cards not worked just because, I don't know, they didn't work? To be honest with you, that happened to me one time, and I, when, from that one time, I learned my lesson. I went to Miami and I tried to use my car and Chase was like, nope. And I actually had to call him and be like, yo, what's going on? I can't use my car. And they were like, oh, well, um, it's showing that it's uh, coming up from Miami. Are you in Miami? I'm like, yeah. They were like, oh, okay, it's just a precautionary thing. I'm that like, is, all right. But every single my, time. That's my point. Because you went somewhere. That's my point. And ain't like you, it was just some glitch in your car. It just didn't work. Like, I've never had that happen to me. I had my car declined once because I was going on vacation to Trinidad. So I was just buying like some, you know, summer clothes, like a bunch of shorts and shirts, just little shit to, to wear. And my car got declined. And I'm like, and what's crazy is I'm kicking it with the cashier. You know, I'm, try, I'm trying to get the number. So my car get declined. So now I'm like, oh, this shit can't happen right now. And she look at me and she's like, oh, and she like, oh, it happens sometimes. So nigga, I pull my phone out, grab my, Open up my chase app. I was like, nah, I got money. Like, I just showed him my app. Like, nah, it ain't like that. I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, I contact the bank and they was just like, oh, it was just a lot of suspicious activities because I don't shop like that. So I guess it looked suspicious because I went to like two different, two, three different stores just buying mad clothes. So I guess they flagged it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are you like, uh, ain't that the most humbling thing in the world, though? When you have to register and drink, like, it didn't go through. Like, no, run it again, nigga. I got money. Don't, don't, don't play with me. I got, I got money on the card. Don't play. No, you know what's crazy? But I will say this. Sometimes my shit don't go through when I'm, like, using my Apple Pay shit on the fucking train. I that they installed all of these new shits when you tap it. 
Sometimes I've got to be doing that shit two, three times before the shit go through. That should be pissing me off. Take that up with Tim, not with Corey. And you know, like your Apple Cash, like the little fake debit card for your Apple Cash that your daily shit goes on there. You cannot yeah. use that to, for the um for the subway and the bus. That shit just won't work. It will not. If you try to tap that card, it's going to automatically push that card out the way and put whatever next card is to pay for it. So you can't, well, not you can't. You don't buy MetroCards anymore. You just use your phone. Yeah, they about to do away with them since I think next year anyway. They're doing away with MetroCards. Yeah, I think next year they're doing away with it. That new Omni shit is going to replace it. That's a, that's a gift and a curse. Because I remember days where I just needed like a single ride and had to buy like, well, no, not a single fan. Because I had to get there and get home. That's when you know your fund's extra low when you're playing your trips out. Well, how many trips I got to do? I got to go there. I could probably walk to the next train, but I got to get home. So I got to. Like you, you start calculating. How no, you nigga, I ain't, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't never been like that. You know why? Because I know what subway stations have the booth agent and don't. I'm going to one without the booth agent. I'm hopping. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Already, I may, I may got to walk a couple of extra blocks to get home and to get to work or whatever, but I know that there ain't no booth agent there. You know how it is. You wait for the train pulling in the platform. You hop that motherfucker, you get on the train. I, I was a habitual hopper and, uh, until I got caught on 14th Street one time. I went through, like, my sister went through the week, like, not even uh, the, the turnstile, like, the journey actually got a walk through, where it's like a little fake gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we walked in, like, like two and one and one thing. So she swiped, and we both walked through. She got through the cops. She's like, uh, yeah, come here, playing closing. Uh, can I talk to you over here for a second? I'm like, God damn. That's the only time I got caught. Any other time, you just got a time it right. You can't do one thing that. They gave you a ticket? They sent the ticket to a wrong address. Our statute of limitations is over, but I gave them a wrong address. I never had dealt with anything since. Now these things don't be for me because of you. <laughs> yeah, they strict on that. I got a ticket for walking in between the cars before. Yo, why did they stop that? What? Being able to walk through the car. I don't know if you were ever supposed to do it, but they just started forcing it. I mean, one, you know, it's money. They give you a ticket. That ticket was like $75 for that stupid shit. It's all about money, man. Thank you. What is getting nice? When are we uh, getting up? My bad, say that again. Wherever. I said, what is getting nicer? When are we getting up? We can go wherever. I ain't even. Oh, uh, you know, we ain't got to let the people know our plans. Like, yeah, we, we, we ain't got to uh, put that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, on I was trying to put your feet to the fire. On, I was trying to put your feet to the fire on there, but you're a smooth nigga. Yeah, I know. We, we keep that. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know me, man. I'm low key, man. Trying to be on the low, but we definitely do need a link, though. But I gotta, of course, before you go, I need to show up. I know you like to get books, but give me a show of book. Book. 
Okay, I got, I got a book by um by uh Why Should White Guys Have All the Fun by Reginald Lewis. Why, why should white guys have all have all? Yeah, by Reginald Lewis. And for those listeners who don't know who Reginald Lewis is, Reginald Lewis um was a black man, he's passed now. Um black man. He was a lawyer and then a businessman, and he was the first black man in America to build a billion dollar company. First black man in America. So that's a that's a really good read. That's a really good read. What you got? I got a show. Um, <clears throat> on Netflix, uh, it's called. Worst roommate ever on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. I got that scene in my list. I'm gonna watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, because it's like it's, it's like a little it's, series, right? It's it's a series, and it completely is not what you're thinking when you hear the title "Worst Roommate Ever." Yeah, I've seen the trailer. These niggas look horrible. Yeah, I'm telling you, you you get through the first one, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, I want you to hit me." When you watch the first episode, I want you to hit okay. me. Okay. Okay. But you said that uh, rest in peace to the uh, gentleman that author. But man, it's a sad day. Rest in peace, my nigga Scott Hall, the original bag. Razor Ramon, Razor Ramon, Machismo. Man. I feel like all the wrestlers I really grew up on are, are dying. Huh? That joint kind of kind of hurt a little bit. Razor Ramon passed. Yeah, these uh, and it's crazy because like wrestling, like man, that, when you growing up, when you young man, that shit plays such a a part in your life, man. Like I don't know, man. I, Vince McMahon need to put together some type of memorial to remember these, you know, these these wrestlers who passed, man. Because like. These niggas are like legends, man. You know, when you were a kid, you looking up to these wrestlers like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they gods, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I had this conversation with my, my nigga Julian, and he was like, yo, just some people you feel like just live, are going to live forever. Like, you don't ever think niggas is going to leave here. And like, like you said, when you're growing up as a kid and you watch wrestling is something that you really take into, you're like, ain't no way in the world these niggas that I'm no. watching, like, I idolize, that I, like, I no. dress like, that I try to talk like. Like, you, ain't no way in the world these niggas. Really. Nigga, as a kid, you think it's impossible for Hulk Hogan to die. That nigga's like Superman to Thor somebody. Like, that nigga can't die. Yeah. 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 It, it, it almost speaks to the way they build up the wrestlers for kids to look at and be like, oh, well, nah, this guy. Like, you got some people that say about Hogan. You got some people that say that about The Rock. You got some people that'll say that about Stone Cold. Like, these are superheroes to me. Like, 
Yeah, Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. Like, yeah, these cats is like, I don't know, man. But it's, it's something about you know. You know, I guess the best way that I could describe it is like back in my day as a kid, wrestlers were kind of like the equivalent of like the rappers in a sense. Like yeah. how these niggas look up at these yeah. rappers and immortalize yeah. them. Like that's how we did wrestlers back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I knew uh, Future pants and gold chains, and nobody said a word. That's I know. Very quick. I also want to give a rest in peace to Mommy. She is one of the the two dresses that I had come uh, multiple times. Okay. She. Recently passed away, and I just want to say, rest in peace. She was a real one, um, and even that, still, like, friend, uh, family, friend, close one. Uh, yeah, man, that's all I got. Yeah, rest in peace, and God bless uh, her, man. Always coming. Up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's end this on, on, on a positive, upbeat note. Always good to talk to my brother. Um, you know, to everybody listening, including your one Spotify listener, you know, the, the goal is to get your money to wrinkle, not jingle. You dig it? <laughs> Yo, get your excuses ready. <laughs> <laughs> and official if, if it's not official um catch us that's all i got my man's peace